Hey, Shalom, this is Eliyahu Yasharal, founder of JustTheWord.org, and I want to welcome and thank you for joining us today. This podcast is designed for those seeking scriptural truth amidst the many, many teachings out there. You may get more teachings on JustTheWord.org. Now here's your host, Eliyahu Yasharal. Hey, Shalom. Today, I'd like to look at a question that was asked me this morning, and it is closely related to a podcast I did. I think it was the last podcast or the one before based on precept upon precept. And um, this question was coming from someone who actually wants to know the best way to read scripture. And the question goes, Grand Rising, Brother Brian, how are you today? Quick question. I struggle with what passage to read in the mornings. I'm reading the book of John right now. I started in Genesis and jumped over to John as I was looking for scriptures that would minister to me in this beginning journey. I guess we were trained to feel something when we were reading. So now I feel so empty. I'm all over the place. Are there specific scriptures you can recommend? This is a person who is just um, coming out of Christianity with um, the ways that she was trained to read the Bible. And um, the first thing I'll tell her is that our reading of Scripture, the leading of the reading of Scripture has to be led by Rock HaKodesh, by the Holy Spirit. As it says in John 14, 26, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So it is not us who decide, it is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will teach you and bring all things to your remembrance. And this is how we read scripture, things that are brought to our remembrance. So, the difference between our reading of the scripture is that our leading is led by the Spirit. It is led by inspiration, by searching for an understanding of something, but, but it is not led by just saying, I'm going to read the book of Matthew today. Because when you wake in the mornings, I don't know about you, but when I wake in the mornings, that is when I am led into all types of inspiration. That is when I wake up. I usually wake up with a word. And if I don't wake up with a word, by the time I start meditating on the word, a word usually comes to me. And this word that comes to me now is the basis on how I read scripture. So you see the difference? I don't get up and say, okay, I'm going to pick up the book and say I'm going to read scripture. I allow the leading of the spirit, where the spirit leads me in my thoughts, to then pick up scripture and then start searching. So, that is the opposite of what we were taught in Christianity, alright? So, we were taught there to read from Genesis to Revelation, or whatever book you feel like reading. So, somebody might say, have you read the book of Isaiah? Go read the book of Isaiah. That's not how you do it, alright? That's not how we do it. Because that is for babies, according to scripture. And it's not I am saying it, it is according to scripture. And we're going to show you now that the scripture tells you that if you read scriptures, as I just told you, it is for babies, for those who are drinking milk. 
Because for the scriptures to come alive, we must use precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. And so we go to Isaiah 28 verse 9. Because what we have to do when reading scripture is not to read it serially. It is to read and get an inspiration and then we are brought somewhere else and then we go somewhere else. So let's explain precept on precept. And of course I said before that a podcast or two before I had looked into this um, in, a, in an entire podcast by itself. So, Isaiah 28 verse 9, Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk, and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. So, what it's saying here, for you to, un- to get knowledge and for you to understand doctrine you m- and to be drawn from the breast now so you are very mature now eating meat you have to place precept upon precept upon precept line upon line line upon line and here a little and there a little and of course a precept is an authoritative command so it is a piece of scripture that stamps its authority and without doubt it is not um how should i say it cannot be taken in a ambiguous way. It is authoritative in what it is saying. So, when you get precept, you go and match it with another precept. That's how you do it, and match it with another precept. So that is how you understand it. Now, it goes on further to tell us why we need to read the Bible this way, or scriptures this way. In verse 11 it says, For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people. And that stammering there actually means foreign. And tongue means language. So with a foreign language will he speak to his people. Of course, this was a prophecy going on in the future when the children of Israel would be in bondage in a strange land with a strange language, not the language of Hebrew. So because he would be speaking to his people in this strange language, the only way to bridge the gap of of, of, of ignorance that comes when you try to translate from the Hebrew to another language, in order to bridge that gap, you have to use precept upon precept. And if we don't use this precept rule, then the word becomes a weapon against us. As it says in Isaiah 28 verse 13, But the word of Yahuwah was unto them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. And here is a consequence if you don't use the precepts now, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. So unless we use precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little, then we will fall backward and be broken and snared and taken because we would not get the true understanding of scripture and we would be easily deceived. So precept upon precept means taking a word or phrase and matching it with a related word or phrase that makes an unequivocal declaration. In this way, you will not only find scriptural truth, but you will not be bored as new things are opened up to you as you move from truth to truth. So while matching precepts, you're going to get 
different truths being revealed to you and different things are going to come out and you're going to be brought on an adventure because it is the Holy Spirit now that will be leading you and will be leading you on an adventure. And after a while, after a while, you will start remembering the precepts and start matching up more and more as the Holy Spirit brings you into remembrance of whatsoever you have read in the past. So that is how precepts work. And so you can never ever be bored matching precepts because it is like a connector. One thing that keeps connecting you to the other, to the other, more revelation on top of revelation. And that is how it has been for me. And that is why I can tell you without a doubt that this is how you should read scripture. So for example, if someone comes and tells you that God is love only and does not hate. You may remember hearing Jacob I love, Esau have I hated. So right there, that is an opportunity for study. Now, what I'm going to tell you, just using this example, what I'm going to tell you works best with a Bible on a mobile device. For a paper Bible, you call a book Bible, traditional Bible, it is best to have one that shows the precepts in the side note or the footnote. You know those old Bibles that have the related precepts in in them. That also works very well. And I also strongly recommend eSword for desktop or laptop. It is a free download and you can stack up maybe 40 different versions of the Bible in one application and so many things you can stack up in front of you. But most importantly, it gives you the opportunity to search on your desktop and your laptop. Alright? So on a device, for example, with the example we are giving you, you would search for something like Jacob have I loved or a similar short or a similar short phrase and it would bring you and show you to Malachi 1, 2 and Romans 9, 13. Malachi 1, 2 says, I have loved you, saith Yahuwah. Yet ye say, Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith Yahuwah? Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau, and laid his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. So right away there, you have a precept now that tells you that he hated Esau. And then it also takes you to Romans 9.13, Romans 9.13. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. So you have right there um, a precept upon precept because both matching verses tell you that he hated Esau. So right away you break down that lie that the Most High is only capable of love. Alright? Because as we know, most Christians, they accept a one-dimensional Alwahim and the Most High cannot be contained in a box. He is so multifaceted. We cannot know him, but the God of Christianity is only capable of doing nice things. Nice things, things that we consider to be nice. All right? And then again, while you're doing it, you might remember something about him hating again. So you would put in the search something like the Lord hatest. And then when you put that in, you would see Yahuwah trieth the righteous. In the King James Bible, it would be the Lord. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Right away there, we see that it's saying that he hates the wicked. 
And then now we get the understanding that the reason he hates Esau is because of Esau's wickedness. He hates the wicked. Alright? So, and then now you can go from there and seek other precepts. Um, you can search for love at violence and then you can get... So it's a whole lot of connection, connection, connection. And then when you move from there to somewhere else, you get another understanding there. And then you might what you might have come for in the first place might not be where you end up. Because the Holy Spirit will end up and give you the message that He wants you to get. So where you start might not be where you end. And so this is how the Holy Spirit leads you into all truth and this is how you read scripture for the holy spirit to lead you all right so as we said you can then search for any keyword whatsoever that is related to what you're doing and then you can search for a related keyword with something else that you find but just keep matching up and matching up and matching up and you will be surprised at the adventure that you will be taking on you cannot get bored if you are sincerely studying and walking in the Spirit. So for scripture to come alive, it must be a search of a thought, an inspiration, an idea, a question, or something like that that you are searching for. It should not be just reading the book of John or the book of Genesis. That is good in itself. But for revealing deeper truth and for the sense of interest and for not being bored and for the sense of revelation let it be driven by the leading of the spirit precept upon precept upon precept line upon line upon line here a little there a little all right hope that was helpful in instructing us and encouraging us on how to read the bible to get inspiration and to get to the word of truth and to not be bored to be taken on a great adventure by Rakh HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, all right? Of course, let me just um, state a disclaimer. This is not saying that anyone can just get up and read the Bible using um, precepts upon precept and get the understanding. There is nothing that replaces the fear of Yahuwah. There is nothing that replaces obedience to Yahuwah because his mercies are given through the Holy Spirit. Alright? His favor of letting us understand his word is given to us through the Holy Spirit. And as it says in Psalms 111 verse 10, it sums it up all. The fear of Yahuwah is the beginning of wisdom. So without the fear of Yahuwah, wisdom cannot begin and you cannot get the understanding. The fear of Yahuwah is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. So without doing his commandments, we cannot have a good understanding. His praise endureth forever. So combining the fear of Yahuwah, we will receive his wisdom and we will receive a good understanding when we do his commandments and And as a result, we will be led by His Spirit and His Spirit will lead us into all truth. And when we read the scriptures using precept upon precept, when we use the scriptures being led and being driven by the Spirit, then we will get a proper understanding. You cannot just get up and just start reading the Bible and get the understanding. It will not happen. Alright? So, thank you for listening. Alright? 
And check out the rest of our podcast. We have several great revealing episodes um, before this one. All right. So, shalom. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Just a Word Radio. We sure do hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. If you feel so inclined, please leave a comment and or a review. We would greatly appreciate it. You may get more detailed teachings on justaword.org. Shalom. Shalom.